All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist Zendin Levon. Zendin, what is up? What's up? Not much, man. Appreciate you joining the show. Thanks for having me. All right, man. So let's get into this. So you, uh, I read through your bio, and you got a lot of cool things going on. I guess the best place to start off is let's talk a little bit about your new single, The Movement. Tell me about this song a little bit. Sure. About give me the give me the backstory a little bit about this song. Uh, yeah, this song is the, the intro of my latest album, B Volume One. Uh, I wanted it to be something that people can dance to um, and really like you know get up and be live to, but at the same time convey a message that I really believe in. And so the main message of the song is just for uh, you know the black community, the black culture to push forward through everything that's going on. You know, uh, you know all the racial profiling. Mm -hmm. uh, you know getting gunned down for no reason like for the police you know uh, all that kind of stuff just no matter what happens uh, you know continue to prosper continue the black excellence movement everything that's everything that's happening just you know keep pushing um, so it, it's definitely one of my favorite tracks on the album because I mean just because it can do both of those things by getting people up to dance at the same time as giving you a, a positive message so uh, yeah that's the movement you know I, I listened to the song and I, I, look I do a lot of these podcasts and I, and I get samples of songs i get i get the artist songs from the publicist the, you know and i gotta be honest with you this is one of my favorite songs that i've heard um over the last year or two i like the song i'm serious when I, when I, you're welcome i say and i say that seriously i tell you why i liked it i, I like the song because it it kind of has a it kind of has a throwback it's like an old soul kind of song it's got it's got a throwback sound like to the Almost like almost like a seventies or eighties funk little bit of yeah. a ring there, man. Yeah. And and that little groove, yeah, I mean, man. So I got, I, Go ahead. Yeah, for sure. I mean that's what that's what that's exactly what I got the uh, the inspiration for uh, for the, the concept of that actual song. Um, you know, it's, it's funny as you said that it had an old soul vibe to it. I actually came out one of my one of the mixtapes that got me um, kind of known in Dubai was a, a, a album called Old Soul, where I basically just made a bunch of tracks like that. Um, really? And like my nickname throughout, the, throughout Dubai is like Old Soul, because I, I was like raised upon, um, you know, like Isley Brothers, uh, everything, yeah, yeah. Literally everything that's, that 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 uh, that has built the culture up to what it is today in terms of music. I've listened to, and that's like my main, that's my favorite kind of music. So yeah. I, was, I was like scrolling through a bunch of like. Uh, like George Clinton and a bunch of uh, you know like G Funk, and I tried to yes. find a way to combine that together, and I thought I, the, the movement came out. So um, yeah, it's, it's funny as you say that. That's exactly that's exactly what I was going for. Well, I, you, you look, you delivered right right as you needed it to them because that's what I got when I was listening to the song. Man, I, my my foot was tapping, man. I was really grooving to it, and I tell you, the, the, the song. I can see this song as the intro song to a movie, like a movie just starts and like the credits are kind of going up a little bit, and your song's playing, but it's like an old song, not an old song. The movie's like a like a, takes place in like a black community in the 1970s, you know, or, or late yeah. 70s, and the, and, that, and that's the yeah. intro song to the movie. You feel what I'm saying? Right, right. That'd be cool. I actually really know that. Yeah, man. I loved it. I really. I mean, and when I tell when I tell you it was one of my favorite songs, or maybe my favorite song. I'm not. I'm not just saying that to make you feel good. I mean, it's truth. It's true. It's, it was a great song. It's a great song. I appreciate it, man. All right, so let's move on. So you, you mentioned uh, the, the um, now. The, 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 is this a, is this a full album? This B Volume One, or is it just an EP of a few songs? Or is it a full album? 
No, it's a, it's a full album. Uh, took about like a year and a half to make. Uh, it's just, that, this project has been one that I've, I've wanted to do for a while. It's just, uh, it's a lot of live instrumentation on it, and I don't know how to play any instruments. So, I mean, it's a 12-track album, and when like 90% of it is all live, it just takes a while to be able to try to find a way. Like, I had to learn how to compose and arrange kind of, kind of like, session artists and people who actually play instruments to get the, to the sound that I wanted. So, um, yeah, it's uh, 12 tracks. B Volume 1 came out March 27th. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, have you thought about picking up a musician or an or a, uh, instrument and learning how to play it? Yeah, I definitely, I mean, that's, that's something I do actually want to do. I, in the future, I definitely see myself as a producer who can say, oh, I need a guitar sound, mm -hmm. and then just pick up a guitar and be able to play it. Uh, I think it's, for me, it's one of those things where it's like, I have so much that I want to do, and I'm one of those people who, does, it's hard for me to stick with one thing. Even when making beats, it's really hard for me to say, Mm -hmm. I'm going to start this song, and then if another idea for a different song comes up, I stop that one immediately and do that one, and then another one comes up, and I stop that immediately and do that one. So, yeah. like, I want to play bass guitar, guitar, saxophone, piano. There you go. Um, and it's one of those things where it's just like, I want to do so much that it's hard for me to sit down and be like, okay, let me dedicate this time to like master yeah. this one, and then start another one. Because there's just so much I want to be able to do. Um, mm. But eventually, I definitely want to do that. Yeah, I, guess, I really, I, I encourage you to. Um, I, I, my mother, my mom, she passed away many, many years ago, but she taught me how to play keyboards on, on an old church organ we had in our house. And, and then she tried to teach me how to play the accordion, which I, I failed miserably. I, I mean, she was a brilliant musician, my mother was. I couldn't play accordion to save my life. I tried, it just wasn't for me. So I picked up a guitar and I learned how to play guitar. I've been playing guitar for about 30 years. So, I, so, so what I'm getting to, I saw an interview recently with Prince, who we love, of course, we lost Prince, so God rest his soul. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. So Prince was on the TV show The View, and he, he okay. appeared on there just maybe just a month or two before he passed away. And he was talking about, um, well, he was there promoting his, his, his show. He was going to play live in New York City that night. And one of the ladies on The View asked Prince what his thoughts were of Justin Bieber, the, the, the young performer out of Canada. Well, you know, of course, everyone has heard about Justin Bieber. And she right. said, because Justin Bieber recently went public and said how much he admired Prince, how much he, I'm paraphrasing, how much he admired you. And Prince said he's, right. a, he's a good kid, goes by encouraging to pick up an instrument. Because that's what separates greatness to, to the elite elite musician people is when you can right. play. So when you were telling me you want to learn how to play musicians, that, that story popped up in my head when you were telling me. And with your talent, because look, I haven't heard all your songs. I heard that one song, but I can tell in one song that you got a lot of talent. I really encourage you to pick up an instrument, learn learn some instruments too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially for as a as a hip hop producer yeah. and artist, um, it's not, it's very rare to know somebody who can play an actual instrument. I think like the most. I'm trying to think like through all the producers that I know. I think the the, the furthest people get is like maybe being able to play piano and I can play piano by ear but I can't read music by now yeah. I'm actually learning uh, how to do that so um, but yeah I definitely want to be one of those producers who can say I need this sound yeah. And I'm a, I can play it if I want to. Pharrell, I don't need to hire anybody else. So. Pharrell Williams comes to mind. Pharrell Williams is a brilliant. Yeah, Pharrell Williams is crazy. He's he's he's. I think he's a. Um, I really think he might be a legit genius IQ. That dude is so freaking smart, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. No, that man is definitely. I mean, he's he's definitely one of people who influenced me with my production style and everything. Nice. Him and Timberland, I'd say. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Those are both great names. Um, all right, so so you mentioned it took you about a year to make the project. That was one of my questions. You already answered that one. Um, all right, so let's go on to the next single, Who Shot Ya? Now, I didn't get a chance to listen to it. I want to, though. So tell, tell me a little bit about that song. Yeah, that song is, that song is a really complicated song to explain because uh, it, it's so layered. Oh. I like to... My thing is, is I, like, uh, I like to make music that can provoke thought, but mm-hmm. also can be played as just a standalone song without you having to like think about it too much. Um, like just being able, like I, I like to make songs that you can just bang in your car with the subwoofers on and your windows down mm-hmm. as loud as you want. Um, but still, if you wanted to listen to it, be like, oh, he's actually saying something. So, who shot you is basically just another. It sounds like it's another one of those songs where it's just some guy talking about gang banging. Yeah. Um, but it's actually the way I wrote it. You know, it's from two different perspectives. Um, the whole song, you can if you listen to the whole song in one perspective, it's different from listening to the whole song in a completely different perspective. The song Who Shot You is about uh, street violence between like gang violence in general. Because I know I got a couple homies that that um, are affected by that kind of stuff, so I was inspired right. to do something about that. And then also police brutality and police violence as well. Um, and so a lot of lyrics have like a dual meaning. Oh, no, all of them have a dual meaning. In fact, when you listen to it, you can either be thinking, okay, this is a song about gang violence and, and kids killing other kids for next to no reason, or flip that and say, no, this is about police violence mm-hmm. uh, and policemen killing people for next to no reason. And um, and it was really fun for me to make just because it, it, it's that like kind of dual uh, dual reality kind of thing. So I had I, it was fun to make, trying to make the lyrics mean two things if you were to see it in two different ways mm-hmm. but at the same time make it so that if no one wanted if, like, I know there are people out here that really don't care about meaning I mean, that's just the way it is right now but uh, if you wanted to listen to it just for face value and just like hear the bass not with my flow on it then you could, you could still do that and it would still be hard mm-hmm. so um, yeah that's, that's kind of where it is and uh, oh no I, that, that track is like it's one of the more uh, mainstream sounding tracks on that album I say because it's like one of the only tracks on that album that's got 808 Nice. You know, you mentioned police shootings earlier, and it's an important topic in this country. The one, yeah. you know, the one that really hit home for me the most, and the one that had the most impact on me, was the Eric Garner situation in New York, mm-hmm. New York City. Because I'm from New York, I was born and raised in New York, and I used to sell Lucy's. Right. I used to sell Lucy's when I was a teenager. I was doing the same Dang. thing Eric Garner was doing, dude. It's just selling some smokes on the side, man. And um. When I saw that shit go down, I was like, God, you gotta be kidding me, man. This dude just selling some Lucy's. Give him a freaking ticket and leave him alone. You know, give him a citation. Right, right. You know, he ain't out robbing nobody. He ain't out hurting nobody. So when I saw that, yeah, man, my freaking blood just started boiling. I was so angry. He's like, you just took this dude's life, man, because he was selling some freaking cigarettes. You know, exactly. what the fuck, and man? And that's something that, I mean, for me, I mean, I'm 17 years old, and, and a lot of. You know, I still, I mean, it's not like I, I, haven't, I haven't dropped out of high school or anything. I'm still around my own, like, you know, once you start pursuing your career, you start being around kind of like your own demographic and start getting with a lot of the, uh, you know, the yeah. industry people. Yeah, I get so you're around different minds. Yeah. I'm still around, you know, my generation all the time. And I, I mean, the reason that, the thing that kind of pushed me towards trying to make this kind of music and address those really heavy topics is just to look around and see either how little people care or how little people know about these kind of things. Like, uh, it, it, it was just crazy to me to think like I mean there were people who were like yo there's police brutality in the US 
last year. And I'm just like, yo, are you serious? Like, <laughs> you ever turn on the news or anything? Like, yeah, you ever live in the U.S. or anything? Like, you only have to live in the U.S. Just turn on the news once in a while. And it was crazy to me. So I was like, okay, they don't list, they, they don't, they don't check their self, themselves with, I, they must not care. So they need somebody from their generation talking about it because that's the only time, those are always how people still listen to. Yeah. At all. If there's anyone that has a chance, it's most likely going to be somebody from their, their generation. So I was like, I, I mean, I got to do what I got to do. And that's another reason why I, I, I uh, disguised it as a song. Like, that's like just a hard-ass song about gangbanging. Because mm-hmm. that, people like that kind of music. But if for some, if like just one day they just listen to it a little bit closer, they, they'll be like, oh, wait, this is a different kind of song. Yeah, man. So, you know, the last, the last hip-hop artist I, I interviewed was about a week, maybe a week and a half ago. This this cat this cat got shot sixteen times and lived. Dang. He's from New Orleans. He lives down in New Orleans and he got shot sixteen times, dude. Sixteen times. Two two different episodes. The last time I think he took eight bullets and he lived. This dude's like got nine lives. Um but he but he but his but, but his record he's got out is about how he survived and, and how it how you know, coming close to like a near death like that. Um, inspired him to really embrace his music and use that to get off the streets. A uh, real good kid, man. I remember, I really enjoyed talking to him. But man, so your 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 music's really like re- kind of prompted me to bring him up. This is your interview, but it's really interesting that, that I'm talking to you about, you know, exactly what happened to this young kid I just interviewed a couple weeks ago. Is what you're talking about, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, I like to I like to tell I mean tell stories and give people like shed light on people's realities and stuff. I yeah. mean. That's a lot of, a couple friends always tell me that, oh, uh, I'm going through this kind of stuff. Yeah, and then, I mean, I'll have another friend from a different part of the world tell me the exact same thing. So I'm like, okay, well, there's, much, there's some kind of train going on over here. So I like mm-hmm. to, you know, make music that people can relate to. Absolutely. Um, that I, I feel like they need to hear. Yeah, that's why I brought him up, because the music you're, you're writing about is the, literally what this dude I just I just interviewed last week is living. You know, he got shot 16 times. Exactly. You know, so. That's crazy, all right, so um, so so, how old were you when you really wanted to do this? I mean, were you singing young at a young age, and, and just or, or just a recent thing? What's up with that? Yeah, um, I mean, I've always been singing. That's the thing. Like, uh, I, I, like I, I said earlier, I, I grew up on a lot of uh, you know soul R and B. My dad used to always play Bob Marley. That's he is literally my, oh, my inspiration in life. And One of my music. favorites. So, um, yes, of course, they need to go yep. for sure. Um, but my mom, my mom sings a lot, and she used to sing to me. My dad used to sing to me too. So I mean, I, you know, I grew up on Bob Marley, Isley Brothers. I grew up on a lot of gospel as well. Mm. So, um, so, so I mean, like when I when you know naturally as you grow up, you start liking certain kind of music. You start kind of singing certain kind of music, and I just naturally developed a, a, a pretty decent voice. I started singing more, and, and I started thinking, you know, this is something I want to do, and I'm. Um, I realized that around like when I was like nine or ten, mm-hmm. I was like, cause I, I mean, I, I just started seeing people, other young people. Like my my first inspiration for for wanting to become an actual musician before I, I just liked music mm-hmm. was Chris Brown. Oh yeah. And I, I just I, I used to I, I looked at him and I was like, wow, like you you really can do everything. Like you sing, you rap, you dance, you can perform so well. And he was like my all time idol. I just so, wish that cat. I, I I just wish that young brother would stay out of trouble, man. He keeps dropping hand yeah, grenades. Too, he, 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 he keeps dropping hand That's grenades thing, on his like, own feet. I know it, it, it's so frustrating too. I mean, like, that's what people. I mean, 
you look at his track record and you just say the race, all that kind of stuff, and people would never deny that he he's definitely one of the greatest. And it's, it's so oh, sad. his talent, like, dude, dude. His talent is. I mean, anybody who says he's not talented is an idiot. The dude is crazy talented. He's crazy talented. I just get frustrated with him because he's such a brilliant musician. He's a brilliant musician. He's a brilliant artist. He's a brilliant. I guess I guess artist would be a better terminology for him. So I'm not sure if Chris plays instruments or not. But the dude is his. his you know his 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 stage performance, his his dancing, his singing. The dude's a freak. He's like a genius. But then he keeps dropping hand grenades on his feet by getting in trouble. You know? Yeah, it's, uh, it's frustrating. Uh, it's because it's hard for me and that's why I said like a lot of a lot of times people ask me that question too like what what kind of got you into into wanting to make music I say Chris Brown and I always get the side eye immediately after I say that and I'm like uh, I mean like, like, it's hard for me to try to like <laughs> I, it's, I, and I understand why they're saying that so it's hard for me to be like okay I mean but like yeah so I'm, I'm just like it's fine like he's yeah I I, I there's certain things that I agree with and don't agree with, but that, uh, you know. Well, I, I, think, I think the case in Chris, Chris Brown is it's it's okay, like you being a performer, you're, you're an artist, it's okay to, to, to look up to him musically. You know, yeah, by yeah, you, yeah. You, you doing that's not, you're not subscribing to how he behaves towards women. There's two separate right, things right. here, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, for other people, like, I mean, a lot of people can't separate the two. You know, it's one of those things where it's just like they kind of just judge immediately off of that. Like, if you like Chris Brown at all, you're yeah. immediately supporting that, and it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's not fair. People need to be fair. Yeah, about not it. fair. Yeah, you know who else I really admire, what man? Else? Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars yeah. is somebody blows yeah, me away. I, I mean, I'm so glad that um, that's the thing too. That people, I, when I heard finesse. That song brought. I mean, I, oh, yeah. I'm not gonna act like I'm from like from from that generation, but that song like brought me back. That's the kind of music I grew up on, and I was like, yo, this is this is dope. This sounds exactly like the kind of stuff I grew up listening to. And all my friends were like, yo, he's created a new genre. I'm like, no, he didn't. He's just he's just making what used to what a really old sound sound really That's dope right. now, and get the young generation to like it again. Yeah. And I just really appreciated that. Um, like, hey. I'm pretty sure he used a sample from uh, like the drum sample from uh, Poison. Yeah, that's what I like about him too. He's so uh, Bruno Mars is so diverse, man. I mean, he, 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 yo, you ever hear? You ever hear him play guitar? Yeah, I have. I have. There, there's a video out. You can see where him and you know Adam Levine from from uh, you know Adam Levine. Um, there's a there's a there's a video of him and Adam Levine. They both got the guitars, electric guitars, and they're doing a Prince tribute, and they're playing Purple Rain on guitar. And they're jamming at the same time, dude. At the same time, and and Bruno, Mar you know, Adam Levine's a freaking great guitar player. And I've never oh, yeah. heard Bruno Mars play guitar before, so I'm watching this video. I'm like, holy shit, Bruno Mars is hanging in there. He's like, he's like as good as Adam Levine is. That dude can shred. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Bruno Mars is a great musician. He's, he is. I mean, like, great. a lot of people, and I, I think the reason why people don't address him as some, one of the greatest out right now just because I mean he's put in a very pop genre and I don't think people really respect pop as like a serious thing too much but I mean I've I, I, Bruno Mars is a genius man like, he's, he is he's, he's a real deal like he is man and I also love Ed Sheeran a lot too oh oh heck yeah man heck yeah so you got like, you got your, your taste is like mine I mean I, I'm all over the spectrum I mean I like rock yeah, I mean, I, and, uh, I, I think have a specific kind of music I like. Yeah, me either. I, I just like music. If, yep. if, it, if it sounds good, it sounds good. I mean, there's, there's 
there's stuff in hip hop I really don't like, and there's stuff in country that I really like. And people are like, "Well, you listen to country?" I'm like, "I listen to whatever I think sounds good." So I don't really care what kind of genre it it's is. It's so true. I'm like, I, I keep it simple. If it makes my foot tap, I like it. It can be rap, hip hop, exactly. funk, rock, jazz, country. If I'm feeling it, if I'm grooving to it, I like it. I don't have one particular genre exactly. that, I, that I like, man. Yeah. And that's how you stay creative, especially as a, as a musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I think Kanye is so so amazing because he doesn't stick to one kind of genre. Yeah. When he's yeah, producing, yeah. he takes from everywhere, and that's what makes his music so great. You know, Kanye, Kanye West is another one of those guys that put in that in that IQ as far as IQ. That dude's like crazy yeah. smart, man. He's like out. He's like. You ever notice? You ever notice that people that with incredibly high IQs are a little bit odd. They're like a little bit different. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. I mean, they're like it's like they're in their they're like they're in a, their own different world. They're in a different level. Yeah, <laughs> they have they have like a weird they, gotta, they, they have like this weirdness about them. <laughs> yeah, you know. I think, I mean, imagine imagine being like that ridiculously smart around other people. Like people don't get it. They yeah. Just, there's people like like Johnny Depp, the actor. I put him in that category. He's a he's just mm. a, and 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 uh, and Prince, Michael Jackson, another yeah, one, Michael yeah, Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Just, you know, the, the, one of the most brilliant performers ever. I probably the most brilliant performer ever. I don't think I can't think of anybody that was better than Michael Jackson. And he had that oddness about him, though. He but, but because he was such a brilliant, I think genius IQ probably. Yeah. Isn't I mean, that weird? That's, I mean, that's just how it is. Yep. Um, all right, back on you. Um, so we talked a little bit about, I was going to ask you who your musical influences are, but we covered a lot of that. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what about goals, man? You have, what is your goal? Like, we're, we're a little bit like, I guess halfway through 18, we've got 19, 2019 coming up. Where, where do you see yourself in a year? Where do you want to be? I mean, that's kind of, that's a hard thing to answer. I got so much stuff I want to do. Um... Uh, okay, well, I mean, I'm a I'm a junior right now. I'm going my last senior year is coming up. So are you homeschooling? Are, are, are you homeschooling? Are you homeschooling or are you going to school? No, no, I go to school. Okay, good. Yeah, definitely get that. Right, definitely, yeah. definitely graduate. Definitely, do not yeah, drop yeah, out of so, school. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, this this last year. So this year, I can't really, I can't do anything too crazy just because I have to. I mean, there's only so many days of school that oh, yeah. I can I can miss. But I do have a tour in Japan coming up in October. Oh wow! Really? This most recent album. Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. It's gonna be. It's, um. I mean, this is this is only the second gig that I've done. The first one was in uh, last last summer actually at, in Sweden at a, at a Swedish music, music festival called yeah. Stockholm, the biggest youth festival in uh, Europe, and that was crazy. That was like literally the first gig I've ever done for my own music before, and it was at a music festival, and it like me out so uh, I'm like pushing to do as many of those kind of things that I can second gig I mean like I don't even have any gigs in Dubai yet <laughs> and I'm getting stuff in Japan so I'm like freaking out right now um, so, so yeah I, I gotta I, it's like about a two week tour in Japan so how many how many so, different stops are you gonna make how many gigs you got in Japan I got it was, so it's a tour of like maybe, I think it's like eight we have eight uh, eight, uh, down right now. So at least are, eight. So at least looking, eight performances in Japan coming up. Yeah, at least eight performances. But we are actually looking into trying to do a couple smaller ones. Um, in Dude, between, that is uh, freaking days. great, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm. I'm psyched, man. I mean, I went to Japan earlier this year actually with my family. We all went uh, for uh, our spring break. Yeah, yeah. And that place is amazing. It's so nice. It's it's one of those places where it's like they they accept every culture and yeah. they're so fascinated by it. They want to know everything about about it. And 
like, I mean, I, it was crazy just for me. Like, I walked into this this one store where they were selling like a lot of like it was it was one of those places where it was, like antique stuff, but like remade antique stuff for like tourists and yeah. you know what I mean. And they were like blasting Vigos, and I was like, yo, this is lit. Like, <laughs> you, I mean, they they really they really love um, hip hop out there and R and B. Like, there was so many, there were so few places that we went that they weren't playing either hip hop or R and B. That's it was, awesome. It's just amazing. Um, the fans, the like, Japanese, yeah, I gotta definitely, I gotta try to get in there. Dude, the Japanese fans are insane. When they yeah, when they go oh, see, that's one reason I'm so excited. They love. Like when they are a fan of something, yeah. they are a ride or die of that thing. They are. So they also love rock, like heavy rock too. There's a huge following for like yeah, they do. Like heavy metal bands and stuff. They love. They pack places. Yeah, there they, was they, so many posters for that kind of stuff. Like yep, there. yep. They just love music. And Japanese people are so humble. Very humble people over there. Yeah, they are. Oh, you're gonna have a freaking Very great simple. time. When 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 are you going? When is it again? October. Man, it's coming up, dude. It's almost almost August right already. Yeah, it's getting close. I'm, I'm excited, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm you're a little bit nervous. At the same time, I mean, I, man, yeah, you, it's a little bit. Uh, I have a tendency to get so hyped in the actual performance that I I, I forget lyrics a lot. So I end up there's been a times where I've been performing and just like sort of freestyling over my own beats. Like, yeah, yeah. You know? you know what though, man? Gonna, let me tell you what you know. You, you know Mike Tyson, the former heavyweight champ of the world. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson, this guy, you know. He ain't scared of nothing, right? This dude's like fearless. I heard Mike Tyson in an interview one time. Somebody asked him, Mike Tyson, he said, somebody asked him, Mike, you ever get scared before a fight? And Mike Tyson looked him in the eye with that real fierce look that he had. And he said, anybody ever tells you they ain't get scared before a fight's a fucking liar. That came from Mike Tyson. So it's okay to be a little bit scared, dude. It's okay. It's normal. You would be a weird cat if you weren't nervous. You'd be strange. You, you would be abnormal. There would be something wrong with you. So you know something would be messed up in your head. So you're all right, man. Yeah, that's all right to be nervous, man. Don't 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 freak about that. You, you'll be and you'll and you'll do fine. You'll loosen up once you get out there. And and them Japanese fans are telling you. Yeah, once you get on stage, you know, and them fans they they love music. Japanese people love music, so they're gonna be grooving to you. You'll be fine, man. You'll be good. You'll get it. Just, 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 just do some rehearsing. You know, we do some rehearsals and and uh, don't go over there. You know, don't go over there cold. Make sure you rehearse a little bit for it and practice. Yeah, you'll be good. I, I really, really, man. Congratulations. That's that's great, man. That's awesome. All right, man. I'm about I'm about to let you go. I think I got I got a couple more things. Let me look at my little list here. Um, let's just talk real quick about you mentioned beats before. Do you make your own beats or you go go to somebody else to make beats? Yeah, um, so I, I produced uh, Bong stuff for B. It was a lot less of me actually producing and more me uh, giving instruction and arranging. Yeah. Because, like I said, there's a lot of live instrumentation and I can't play a lot of the instruments. So right. there, were, there are a couple of tracks on the album, though, that aren't produced by me just because there's styles of music that um, I'm not very experienced in. So yeah. I just said, I need this kind of song. And I've got these kind of, this kind of topic and this kind of feel. Can you make me something? And then they made it, and then I'll maybe add some stuff or take away some stuff after the finished project. Or it was like, I have these demos. I need you to recreate it, but with actual instruments. Um, and then they send that to me, and again, I'd add or take away or anything. But um, yeah, so this was this, this, this album was actually really rare for me to make because in the past, it's normally me actually producing it all by myself, like mm-hmm. locked in my room and my, uh, just, you know, 
explain away. Sure. But uh, this time was very, it was very like, I mean, I live in Dubai, and there aren't too many artists who can do uh, like instruments, uh, instrumentalists that can do like R&B and jazz and, and, and uh, funk styles. Mm-hmm. So this was a lot of sending an email and then waiting a week, and then they respond like, oh, what do you want? And then oh, I send yeah. them another email and wait another week, and then it was like, oh, I want this. And then like, it was back and forth, like super long periods of time. Um, and I just had to, you know, slowly, slowly just kind of put it all together. And it, it, when it came together, it was like that, that uh, you know, that exhale of relief. After. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. we're done. Got the change project. We can, <laughs> we can release it now. Yeah. It, it was a very long process. of, um, And that's the thing, too. Like, a lot of times when I was making a song, I'd want one thing. I'd send them, send them an email and be like, this is what I need. And then yeah. we said, actually, I don't need that. I need this. And But they'd already done that. So I'm like, sorry, scratch it. I need to do this. This thing said, yeah. that's another week. I got to wait. So, um, yeah, this one, this definitely was a very strange thing for me to do, but I, I mean, I wouldn't change anything. It was, it turned out well. You know, you know what I like though? See, you're only 17, but you're actually a lot older. Um, than most seventeen-year-olds, because I talk to seventeen-year-olds, and you're a lot more intelligent. I feel like I'm talking to a thirty. I feel like I'm talking to a thirty-year-old when I talk to you. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Um, you were smart though, because it's, it's it's very important for a person to know when to go to some resources for something when they know they're not quite where they need to be themselves to do it. Some people make the mistake by 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 trying to pot their plate too full or trying stuff they don't really have no earthly reason to do yet because they ain't right. there professionally yet so you have the wherewithal to know alright yeah I can do this this and this but this here I'm not really there. I'm not really where I need to be on that so I need to outsource I need to, I need to go find somebody who is and that shows maturity to me because it, it, it's paying off for you You're, the product you put out is a lot better when you did that couple times when you reached out to somebody else you, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's one. I mean, it was really hard, though. Um, you know, just trying to. I mean, I, I mean, there was, there's so many layers of the process that happened. I mean, first I had to scout them out. Oh yeah. So it was basically like me. I had to like go on Instagram and stuff and YouTube and find all these different uh, oh, yeah. players and like doing covers and stuff on like guitar and bass, guitar, and everything. And I was like, okay, I like this person, I like this person, I like this person, I like this person. I basically created an entire team, and then. For whatever I need, I just email them back and forth. So I mean, it, it definitely took a lot of patience, and there were times where I was like, "Screw it, I'm gonna do a different kind of album because yeah. it was taking too long," and it was really frustrating. But um, I, I, the, the sound that I wanted for this album, I just it was one of the things why it would be constantly like eating my brain if I didn't get this album out. Yeah. Because I've always wanted to do something like this, and I mean, eventually I want to do I want to do an album like this, but um, you know, when when the budget's a little bit higher, I want to work with people like Terrace Martin. Sure. Um, I'm not sure if you know who that is. Um, oh, yeah. oh yeah. He's a yeah. He's he's someone I definitely want to work with um, and do a similar kind of album again. But with me as a better musician, better artist, um, and with, with him actually in the studio, so I can kind of um, you know mold it and uh, mm-hmm. mesh it into what I want a little easier, um, you know, firsthand while it's actually happening. Because um, a lot of this album, it, I had to. Sometimes it was like, okay, this is kind of what I wanted, but not really. But I can actually work with this. Um, so there were songs where it was like, all right, this is close to what I wanted, but I actually kind of like the way that it's not exactly what I wanted, so let me just make it into this kind of song instead. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, eventually we're going we're gonna to get to a lot of different kinds of music. Um, I plan on doing a, eventually in my career, I'm going to do a song, an album where I'm completely singing the entire time, so mm-hmm. um, I got a lot of goals, a lot of goals. Let me ask you this, because you, you live in Dubai, you're in Boston now. 
Do you plan when you graduate high school to move to the States to pursue your musical career? Because you just talked about how difficult it is trying to get things together yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. Definitely going to be moved back to the U.S., whether that be for college or just to continue the career. Um, that's yeah. one thing I'm actually trying to figure out right now because I'm not necessarily sure where my career is going to take me from, I mean, in this next year. Because for all I know, I could do this tour and uh, somehow I blow up and whatever and it just makes us Yeah, yeah you don't know exactly. Uh, immediately, at least. You have no so, idea what um, could happen on this tour. Somebody, some huge producer could happen to catch you and, and say, exactly. hey, and, you know, you I never mean, know where. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, so the plan is to come back to the U.S. It's just whether what I do in the U.S. is a different, uh, yeah. different question. I but think that's smart, though. I got college in the background, for sure, though. Yeah, you pursue, definitely pursue your college, because you can still do your music and take online courses for college. You know, or, yeah, definitely. Uh, I could do that. I yeah. mean, even if I went to college, I could still... I could still um, absolutely. Career. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, look, man. Zenden, I really appreciate this. this is, I had a lot of fun talking to you. It was a great, great talk. Um, yeah, I mean, I, this is great. <laughs> I don't uh, know if oh, great, man! I, I appreciate that. Um, always want to give the artists an opportunity before I, before I let you go, though, to tell the listeners out there where they can get your music, where they can follow you on social media, the whole nine. So go ahead, Mike's yours. Yeah. Um, so you can follow me on all social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram by the same handle, Zenden Levon, Z-E-N-D-E-N-L-A-V-O-N. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, anything that you want to uh, listen to music on. Um, same handle, Zenda Levon. Uh, my last album, B's on there. And the album before that, Don's Paradise is also on there as well, if you want to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, constantly making new music, so follow me and stay tuned. There it is, folks, Zenda Levon. appreciate you doing this, man. Once you got some more to talk about, I want you to get you back on the show, man. We'll, we'll hype it back up. Yeah, for sure, man. Appreciate it.